0: to the Christian Life Austin podcast. Visit clcaustin.com for the latest news, register for an upcoming event, or support the Christian Life ministry through our online giving portal. We trust that you'll enjoy today's message. Thank you once again for listening. All over the house, I'm going to preach to you just a little bit here, really just kind of talk. Kind of love on you a little bit and we're gonna we're gonna finish this favor series tonight today everybody say favor everybody say favor to the third power amen amen now uh it's it's imperative to to understand that next sunday you got to get this you got to spring forward next sunday you got to spring forward next sunday so right now it's going to be 10 till 1 next sunday so you got to put your clock in a forward motion. A lot of people say, "Well, I just feel like falling back," and you're two hours off. Amen. But spring forward next Sunday. Next Sunday we're going to have a wonderful young man here named Micah Lancaster, who is a Christian boy, and he's coming to do a basketball clinic for kids in our community. And he is a—he's uh, five foot six inches tall. He's a Caucasian kid that has trained the likes of Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. Uh, people that learn ball handling skills. He is a skilled master at ball handling. He'll give his testimony next Sunday. pastor will preach next Sunday. We're going to have a great time, but Mike is going to be here. So if you know people that like ball, it's, just a, it's, a, it's an event that we're going to have that people uh, will come out to and watch this young man and observe him, and maybe our church can hook some more people into the kingdom of God. That's what it's all about. Amen. And so that's next Sunday. everybody say, Micah's here, and it's not the prophet, all right? All right, God bless you. Favor, favor to the third power. I want to I speak to you today. Psalms chapter 30 and verse five says, "For his anger lasts only a moment. but his favor lasts a lifetime. Everybody say his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor, last a lifetime you believe in favor has God shown you favor clap your hands and rejoice before you sit down right now Amen. you may be seated I'm kind of in the hug and squeeze mood right now so I don't know how potent this message will be today but I want to preach to you I want to thank God for my sweet wife Would you give my wife a wonderful round of applause? I I love Patty. I love her very, very much. I want to give a hand to my children who have been so faithful in ministry and helping us, all of our ministry here. I want to thank God for my in-laws, my my three sons-in-laws and their families that are all Christian people, and my daughter's married well, and I'm so happy to have great sons-in-laws You know, I lost a son in 1981, and I've got three sons-in-laws now. I've got three grandsons now, and uh, that's pretty neat, isn't it? And uh, I don't know what Brad and Cass are going to have next. You didn't get that, so I'll move on. All right. Yes, I'm going to be grandpa again. tell you something I didn't tell first service that it just kind of sprung up on me in this service so you know something they don't know you need to tell people that things get told in second service because pastors lips get looser in the second service we are excited and if it's another boy that'll be seven of them so I might have lost a son in 1981 but I've been rewarded six times already And I told the kids, I told them, I said, God isn't going to give us any girls till he gets through blessing me. Yeah. I believe in that. I believe God has favor in our lives. We've all experienced God's favor. You've experienced it perhaps in different ways and at different times than I have. But the good news is that whatever favor has come your way in the past, God has more for you in the future. It's enduring. His favor is never ending. It never runs out. It's always around us. It's on us. It's with us. And it's not something that is just only for one season of your life. I was standing on the porch today before first service, and one of the kind ushers of this church looked at me and said, Pastor, I have had favor all my life. He said, It's been all my life. He said, I was a one-pound, three-ounce preemie. And he said, I wasn't expected to live, but here I am. He said, my marriage was on the rocks after 10 years, and God put our marriage back together, and here we are. He said, I had a tumor in my spine, and the doctor said I would never walk again, and I'm walking, Pastor. And he said, we had a grandson that wasn't supposed to live, and this church prayed for him, and God healed him. And everything's all right he said pastor every time I turn around I'm running right into favor God has favor for you not just for one time in your life but God wants to continue to bless you with favor after favor after favor can you say "Amen"? Amen. see it's not something that's just with you only when you've made the right choice or done the right thing it's not something with a quota or a measurement on it it is favor everybody say favor forever Psalm 5 and 12 says, Surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. Psalm 90 and 17 says, May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Proverbs 3 and 4 says, Then you will win favor. Say, I will win favor. Say it. And a good name. Say a good name. In the sight of God. Say, in the sight of God. And man. You need to memorize Proverbs 3 and 4. We talked about the first week that favor is the outworking of God's grace. It is not something that you deserve. It is unmerited favor. When somebody does a favor for you, they don't have any strings attached if they have a pure heart. God Almighty wants you to be blessed by the grace and the favor of God. Amen. We also learn that favor is not based on who you are, but it's based on whose you are. My dad gave me a, a wonderful name. Dewey Wendell Johnson was a bill-paying, kind man, Christian man that did the right thing. And he paved the way for me to be the kind of person that I could become because he gave me a good name. But there's a heavenly father that gave me a better name when he came come into my life. Amen. And that Heavenly Father is who, whose I'm a part of. And I'm so happy that it's not about who I am, but it's whose I am. Amen. And the third thing we talked about is when you're favor-minded, you'll see favor increase in your life. You'll see it. If you are negative, that's all you're going to see. If you are downhearted, that's all you're going to see. If you are poverty-thinking, that's all you're going to see. But if you start seeing favor, If you can see favor about this high in your life and you start complimenting God for blessing you for little things, hallelujah, he'll bless you with big things. Amen. 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 Do you hear me? Do you hear me? He'll start blessing you with big things. You start complimenting God for the little things and there will be great things in your life. And then we learn that God's favor will give you favor with the right people. I believe that with all my heart. God's going to put the right people in your life. And then we learned God's favor will open up doors of opportunity in your life. That's the first five things we learned about favor. Then last week, we learned that God has favor planned for your future. See, your future is greater than anything in your past and anything in your present. God's got a great future prepared for you. The best is yet to come. You have not lived your greatest days. For if you have, and there's no greater days ahead, we need to be having your funeral right now. God's got a great future planned for you. Amen. God has a great future planned for you. Amen. Amen. God has a great future planned for you. It does not matter what your past has been, what your yesterday has been. God has a great future planned for you right now. If you could sneak into the drawing room and the planning room and hear God talking about what he has for you, you'd run out of there screaming, saying, glory to God. The flow of God's favor will usually come to you through someone observing you who is capable of blessing you I told you last week about about the Dallas Mafia man that took an offering for me to go to to a conference he was the scariest man I've ever pastored in my life I was in my late 20s about 27 or so and or 26 maybe even 26 no it was 26 because I took the church when I was 25 and I had just had my 26th birthday when he came into the church and he was as scary as anything I ever seen he had a gun about this big on his side and he kind of kept that coat like this and every now and then he just kind of put his hand on his hip and let you see it one day I went to the church I went to the church and he had he had a whole paving crew in front of the church a whole paving crew and I walked up to him and I said mr. Ardell what are you doing sir what's happening here he said pastor I'm tired of us not having enough room to park here. We're going to build you a parking lot today in Dallas. No permit, no city. <laughs> I said, we are. We're going to build a parking lot today, today. Look here, I got, I got front end loaders. I got graders. I got anything you want. It's, it's, come on. And I said, Brother Ardell, we, we, it's Brother Ardell. Then I said, Brother Ardell, we can't do that. Why not? He said nobody's going to buck me you know who I am I'll take care of business I said brother Ardell we can't do that we got to go through the city he said pastor if you don't let me build you a parking lot you're gonna lose me and you're gonna lose everything I can do for you (laughs) because I want to build you a parking lot so we had this back and forth a 26 year old young preacher pastor and a 60 year old man who had shot people and never ask questions. And I'm trying to talk him out of building me a parking lot without a permit. Boy, I wish I had him now. <laughs> that just hit me. Man, I wish I had him now. Come on, Austin. I got a man who wants to talk to you. So I finally talked him out of it, and we put a plan together, and it finally happened, but it had to come together through the city of Austin. I mean, through the city of Dallas. He was just the kind of man that wanted to do everything. He was a thug in the world that God converted and became a blessing to to the church there in in Dallas, Texas. I'm telling you, God will put people in your way. He'll put people in your path that will just bless you right and left. You hear me? And God will do that for you. And you say, well, I don't think they can bless me. Don't let anybody walk by. Somebody has got a blessing for you. Somebody's got favor to give you in your life. Clap your hands and rejoice to that. So I was speaking, I was speaking in Nashville this week. And, 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 and on a on Tuesday night, I talked about this. And I, I just gave them the first seven points just real quickly, gave them seven points and just talked about it. And the and the people started writing about it on their Facebook that night, just like you folks did on your Facebooks. And so the next day, there was there was a a, a precious couple that used to live in Plano that had been transferred to Nashville, and and the husband has uh, has has contacted multiple melanoma. It's it's not good. It's not good. And he's very sick, and he's in, in intensive care. He's in the critical care unit in the huge Vanderbilt Hospital. And so a couple in our church, brother. Brother Frank and Sister Sandy Shamlin asked us to go and see him. And so I uh, just asked, or told us he was there, and I said I'd go see him, and, and they, were, they were very blessed. And so we went. So we get to this huge Vanderbilt Hospital right downtown Nashville. And, 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 and so the pastor looks at me, and he said, Oh, we're going to see how this favor works. He was testing me. But he didn't realize he was testing God. And I said, There's going to be a parking place. And so we get, around, we, get around to the, we get around to the door. We get, we get around right to the elevator door in the basement of that, of that parking lot. We, we're about three, three, uh, two stories down below the, the main level. And we get right up beside this car, right to the right. I'm on that right. God let favor happen on my side, not his, because <laughs> I believe in it. And I see the rear lights come on that car. I said, back up, buddy, back up, back He said, why? I said, they're coming out right now they're coming out right the closest place possible to the elevator door and I, I reached over and I punched him I said you gonna shout now you want me to shout for you right he said "Oh, favor and in the rest of the day all he could talk about man we got a party. let me tell you something when you see things like this and you get excited get ready that little thing like that's gonna grow 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 and God's gonna bless you more and more and more and more and more because God has favor for your future. Hallelujah. Come on, the best is yet to come. Come on, the best is yet to come. Come on, rejoice. The best is yet to come. So today, we're going to talk about three things and close this session out. We're going to talk about the path of wisdom is the path of favor everybody say the path of wisdom is the path of favor and all you're getting get understanding there needs to be some understanding in your life there's been a lot of people in our church that have had babies this year and end of last year and I love to pet on I love to pet on babies I love babies I love kids Wow I'm a, I'm a grandpa three times, and 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 that little one comes over to our house, and he can wreck a house right now. I went by to hug him on my way out of town the other day, going to Nashville on Tuesday, and I couldn't hardly get to him because he had all of his stuff. There wasn't one thing left in his toy box, not one thing. Everything was in the floor, and I said, "Well, you having fun?" He said, "Oh, I'm having fun, Bo. Having fun. It's, it's just a, you know he didn't say, it, but it's just a great day. Look at all this stuff. Look at all these toys I got out here." But there's something about about kids when they're born. Now, stay with me, parents. There is a love that we have for them. Those kids get love that they do nothing to deserve it. They just get it because they are kids. They're babies. It's called unconditional love. And you parents understand that when they are little, you want to bless them. You want to, you even talk like them. You get to talking like this. this, 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 this. (laughs) Around the tree goes the bumblebee. Open your mouth and you will see. You become crazy because those kids are your kids and you want to bless them. Can you imagine how crazy God is for you? Can you imagine how crazy God is for you? No wonder God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He's crazy about us. And if you ever understand how he loves you and how much he wants to help you, you will start believing that he has favor for you in your life. He said, if you've been an evil person, give your kids good gifts. How much more will your heavenly father bless you with heavenly spiritual things you hear me god almighty's got something for you god almighty's got something for you you need to receive it in the name of the lord jesus christ the bible said in luke 2 52 that jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with god and man say he grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor With God and with man. But as children grow in this increasing favor that they experience, it will be largely determined by how they grow in wisdom. And in much the same way, the unearned, undeserved favor of God is on your life today. And that favor is unstoppable because it's unconditional. But wisdom should increase the flow of favor in your life. You know what the beginning of wisdom is? You know what the beginning of wisdom is? It is the fear of the Lord. And what you need to understand is that there is a supreme being in your life. And you're not him. And you need to give him homage and love. And you need to fear him. Not in a fearful way. You need to honor him. You need to reverence him. You need to love him. Does anybody have a problem doing that in your life? I promise you, favor will come when you start honoring Almighty God in your life. Dad, you may not even know how to pray today. You may not even know how to say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But I tell you what, there is a way to humble yourself. There is a way to do it. You just need to lift up your hands and say, God, I may not know exactly what pastor was talking about, but I'm going to honor you today. I'm going to honor you with my thoughts. I'm going to honor you with my words. I'm going to honor you with my actions. I'm going to honor you with everything in my family. And you watch God just start pouring it on your life because wisdom is the path that favor walks down. If you want real favor on your life, start making the proper choices about who he is and about what he can do in your life and then just sit back and watch God pour it on you. He is a God that wants to bless you right where you are right now. Amen. Amen. There is a, there's a beautiful passage of Scripture in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13. I wish you would put this on your refrigerator someday. It said, Blessed are those who find wisdom. Those who gain understanding. For she, wisdom, is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She, wisdom, is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to her, wisdom. Long life is in her right hand, that's wisdom. And in her, in her left hand are riches and honor, that's wisdom. Her ways, wisdom, are pleasant ways. And all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold fast to her will be blessed. Here's what I want to tell you. Solomon, what do you want in your life? He said, I want an understanding heart. I want to discern between right and wrong. And the Lord said, because you didn't ask for riches and because you didn't ask for fame, I'm not only going to give you an understanding heart, I'm going to bless you with that other stuff. Quit reaching for the almighty dollar in your life. Reach for a better life in your life. Be a better person in your life. Be a better man in your life. Be a better woman in your life. Be a better dad in your life. Be a better child in your life. And watch God increase you with blessings because when you don't chase it, God will find you with it. Come on, clap your hands and rejoice for that right now. I believe that. I believe that. Wisdom brings favor because wisdom is thinking at a higher level. It literally is thinking like God thinks. Imagine if God were you, not if you were God, but if God were you. The way he thinks produces favor. You know, motivation is important, but it's not enough. If you have a nut and you motivate him, now you have a motivated nut. (laughs) Just a thought. It's kind of hard to fix some things in life. But what you need to pray for is wisdom and understanding. Say, Lord, give me an understanding heart. Come on, give me an understanding heart. The ninth thing I want to tell you, these Ten Commandments of favor, is when favor is on a person's life, it overflows to the people around them. Amen. It's impossible for favor to be on your life and it not get on people around you. Amen. There's a splash effect. There's a story in the Bible about a man named Jacob who worked for his father-in-law Laban. And Laban prospered, and he knew that the reason he was prospering was because of his connection with Jacob. And at one point, Jacob was considering leaving, and Laban said to him, watch this, Genesis 30 and 27, Please stay, because I realize the Lord has blessed me because of you. Jacob had a splash effect. You know, you know why? You know how Jacob came into the world, you that are not Bible scholars? He was a twin brother to Esau, a boy named Esau, and Esau was born first. But the Bible said there was a struggle in the womb before they ever came out of their mother. And when Esau was born, Jacob was born with his hand on the heel of Esau. He came clutching. Esau came repining and resigning. And Jacob came clutching. Here's what I want to tell you. Jacob had something on him from from the very outset of his life. Because he wanted God's best. He wanted God's favor on his life. Do you want that in your life? I'm closing this series out. But if you want it, I'm telling you, God wants to give it to you. And it's not about winning the lottery. And it's not about hitting the jackpot. It's about making proper choices and understanding that favor is on you right now. And because of that, you're going to have a splash effect. And you're going to bless everybody around. When you walk into a room, the light's going to come on. Glory's gonna be there because people see you as a different person than what is out there. Amen, amen, amen. It's like the old boy told me one day, he said, I could have done two things one day, pastor. This was about two years ago, so I could have done two things one day. He said, a man was very violent with his children. And he said, I walked up to him and said, the old man in me said, hit him in the head and knock him out. And he said, boy, I wanted to, Pastor. I wanted to knock him out. But he said, the new man said, walk up and become a peace giver and bless him. And he said, I did. And I said, you must be struggling with life, sir. You must have a lot of things on your plate right now. Because I see that you're a little quick. I've been there. I used to have that kind of attitude. I still have it sometimes. But there's something that's helped me. And the man turned to him and said, do you go to a doctor? He said, yeah, I do. I do. I go to a great physician. And he said, you know what? In five minutes, I had turned the whole situation around. By letting him know that I'm not a perfect man trying to break up an imperfect situation. But all of a sudden, favor, he didn't call it that, but favor just splashed off of him and created a brand new scenario. I believe with everything that's in my heart that when you walk out of this building today and all this week, God's going to give you opportunities to be a splash effect. Even when people don't treat you right, you're going to be a splash effect. It's like you're going to be a cannonball right in their life. You're going to jump in the pool, and it's going to splash everybody. And favor is going to be spread, and glory is going to be spread. And the ripple effect is going to affect people. And they're going to say, what is that? And you're going to say, I don't know, but I recognize it as being from God. It's just favor from God. Do you want to be that kind of church? Do you want to be that kind of church? Hey. Hey. This thought let me throw this in let me throw this in we got we got a brand new couple in this church named Wester they moved here from from Louisiana and 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 the husband's name is Joshua and the, and, the, and the wife's name is Brittany and they're incredible people they got a beautiful daughter and they found our church and it's an incredible thing and and she's sister Brittany has been working in Louisiana two two weeks out of the out of the month and she's had to travel and she told brother Mitch they said I'm tired of traveling I'm just tired of it I'm sick of it I'm not gonna travel anymore she said so she met me out at the information desk Day She said, Pastor, I quit my job the other day. I just quit my job. Great paying job. I quit my job. said, I'm tired of traveling. I'm tired of doing this. God, you got something for me. Pastor's been talking about favor. Woo-hoo-hoo. And she said, I put my resume out and said, I got hired this week, Pastor. I got hired right here in Austin, five minutes away from my house. Got a 15% pay raise. Never have to travel anymore. Hey, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. God's got favor. Brother Joshua, Sister Brittany, would y'all stand up? Would y'all stand up? Where y'all sitting, kids? Where y'all sitting? Where y'all sitting? There they are. Give them a hand. Wonderful children, wonderful kids. Isn't that neat? 15% pay raise. Wow. You know, I like the story. I like to tell the story about the two little boys that were living in the same family, and one was so positive. Everything was good. He had a he had a pollyanna effect in life everything's going to be good everything's going to be great Just wonderful and the other one was so negative he couldn't see nothing right and so the parents decided to pull a little experiment one christmas on him if you've heard this story wait for the punch line to laugh thank you and so they bought they bought the little negative boy the prettiest bicycle that he ever wanted he said that's the one i would like to have that bicycle's perfect and they bought it for him for christmas and they put it under the tree and he came down and he thought Santa Claus is back have you, ever, have, have you folks heard of the four dimensions of man have I told you about the four dimensions of man you hear as a kid there is a Santa Claus that's the first dimension the second dimension you believe there's not a Santa Claus the third dimension you are Santa Claus <laughs> and the fourth dimension you look like Santa Claus That's just one of my stories I pulled up from the grab bag of hope. And this little boy opened that present, or he saw that bike, and he pulled it out, and he started finding all kinds of stuff wrong with it. Best bike in the whole Toys R Us, and he found all kinds of stuff wrong with it. And then the little boy that's positive, all he'd ever wanted was a pony. He wanted a horse. And when he opened up his, he had a little box like his, when he opened it up, it was what the horse leaves when it leaves a place. It's what you don't want to step in in a corral. You're smart people, figure it out. And when he opened it up and the smell wrath through the wreath reached reached through the room, he looked up and he said, Wow! Horse. There must be a pony close by. Somebody in this house needs to magnify and say, hey, 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 hey! It don't matter how bad. It don't matter how negative it gets. It don't matter how under I am. I believe that God's got something great, and powerful, and wonderful, and glorious for my life. That's favor. Woo. Amen. That's good preaching. I don't care who you are. I remember... When we came to Austin I'm preaching a little over time today but it's all right I remember when we came. it's anniversary Sunday <laughs> I mean we came to Austin I had been the youth president of a large Pentecostal organization for a number of years five years and lived in Missouri and then and then after that Patty and I went to Louisiana and we stayed three years and we're just trying to find our place our niche and then God gave us an opportunity and a call to come to Austin. And we came here, and wasn't a lot of people, but it sure was a lot of heart. And the last Sunday that I had preached in the church in Louisiana, I had had over 1,000 people in service. One service, the church was huge, and we had one service on Sunday morning and service on Sunday night, and it was a big, big day. And I'll never forget it. It was just a, an awesome thing, and... I know a lot of people came because it was a goodbye day but we always had eight or nine hundred people and it was difficult and I didn't realize I really didn't realize then that I was walking into not only the greatest adventure of my life but the greatest healing that God would ever give me in my life because nine years before I came here in 99 years before of the same month that I came here I had lost my wife and boy and Patty and I had gotten married, and God had blessed us with two little girls and we brought three little girls in tow to austin and There was a lot of negative conversation from that church, thinking that I had lost my mind, and it was it was not opening a gift and and not believing that that it was not what I wanted, but I knew I knew that if God would ever give us an opportunity at a place where there was people that need somebody to love them that we could flourish and that God could help us. And, and, and so we came. And, 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 and there was a lot of folks, there was a lot of folks that were lined up for the church that I left. There wasn't a lot of folks lined up for this church. But it's all right because some people can't recognize where God's favor is. And then God allowed us to build this church in 1997. We got into it and built a new building in 2000 and two or 2000 part 2007 10 years later and we're not through building yet say man to that we're not through and I'll never forget I'll never forget I, I did something very unique because because and, and it, this is so sad this is bad I, I hate to tell it on myself but I'm gonna be honest on my anniversary Sunday but they were saying Pastor don't even have a church building there. He's he's out on the street. He's having church in a parking lot, I hear. So what I did, I got me some broomsticks and got me some offering bags and, and taped them on them broomsticks. I got me a tambourine. And I stood out here on Westgate acting goofy. And I played a tambourine and I sang songs with the tambourine. And I and I had people drive by and I put my my long stick in their car and said, Would you give? People I knew. Understand that. People I knew. Not just people. Because I wanted to send a film back. Of how sad and how bad it was having fun with people over there you understand that I hate I hate I had to admit that but I did it because I and then I then I I would stop and and at the end of the film I, I looked in the film and I said I looked in the camera and I said folks it may not be a great start but God is not finished with us yet amen we're going someplace and I believe with all my heart 23 years ago yesterday I walked right slap dab in the middle of the favor of God And I'm preaching to a congregation today and people have come and people have gone and the attrition has come and the attrition has gone, but God has continued to add and people have left here and said that church will have Ichabod written in a month because we've left that church. Hey, this church is not about us. It's about him. It's about him. It's about him. And as long as our heart's right and as long as our motives are right, get ready. We're going to see the favor of God. We're going to see the awesome move of God because God is not finished with us yet. Splashing, splashing. Please stay. God has blessed me because of you. And then I close with the tenth principle of this thing called favor. People who oppose you can't stop God's favor. Can't stop it. Can't stop it. If you ever get a rebellious heart, you're headed south. But when you know you're walking in the favor of God, nothing can stop that favor. I can't tell you how many times I wished I could preach when I was young like these guys could preach. I really do. I wished I could preach when I was young like this. I wished I had the format of preaching that these guys bring to the table. Brad and Mitch and Josh. I wished I had that format. I was a pounder. I was a, I was a lay of hands owner. I was, a, I was a, just a passion person. The content wasn't really good all the time. Sometime I'd pick a winning thought and preach. But there was a lot of people in my life that said, you know, you probably would be better served if you did something else. And you know, there was times I agreed with them. <laughs> and I told one guy one day, I said, you know, I believe that. I, I agree with that 100%. But I'm like Jeremiah I couldn't shut up Because it was like a fire It would just shut up in me It was blazing It was moving It kept moving me forward Then the Lord said to Jacob Go back to the land of your fathers And your relatives And I will be with you And so Genesis chapter 31 verse 4 says So Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out to the fields where his flocks were. And he said to them, I see your father's attitude toward me is not what it was before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I work for your father with all my strength, so let, let yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. Let me tell you something. For 21 years, Seven years working for Rachel and he got Leah. Seven more years working for Rachel and he got Rachel. And then seven more years trying to find favor with this man. And if somebody would have come during the 5th through the 12th year or the 14th year, they'd say, wow, Jacob, you're blessed because of Laban. But Laban was a cruel man. He was an evil man. It was Laban who was being blessed because of Jacob. It wasn't the hire. It was the hiree that was bringing blessings. Listen to me. Listen to me. The company you work for is going to be blessed greater because you work for that company. The people that you surround yourself with are going to be blessed more than they bless you because of what you have in your life. God has put favor in your heart. God's put favor in your life on purpose. And I'm I'm ready for Christians to start acting like Christians. I'm ready for people to have a big old smile on their face when they walk out of church and say, Oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm a child of the King. Amen? It's a joy to have a happiness and a created joy in your life and have a splash over effect. But people that oppose favor can't stop the favor that God has in your life, and your heart. And so Jacob, Jacob for 21 years put up with it. Laban lied to him. Laban took advantage of him. But Jacob was poised. He was confident. He kept his cool. He stayed in character he stood tall and never set back through every injustice and the favor kept coming into waves in his life and when laban asked him not to leave he leveraged his value and made a deal that gave him ownership in the company he couldn't control the circumstance he couldn't control laban but he continued to create value hard work and make wise choices and here's one of the greatest choices he ever did laban said you can have every spotted and straight cow in the lot and there was not one spotted cow, not one spotted cat, not one striped animal. But because of favor, Jacob takes a little old walking stick and strikes it and stripes it. And when those mama cows come to water, he holds that stick <laughs> in front of them and Looky here, mama. Looky here. Looky here. And every one of those cows that looked on that stick birthed spotted calves. Birth striped calves folks there's a birthing process from the simplest sermon possible there's a birthing process happening in your world right now because this pastor has held the word of God up to you it's not striped but it's the word of God said you are blessed you're highly favored the Lord is with you Blessed art thou among people. And because of that, Mary gave birth to the Christ child. And because of that, you're going to see favor in your life and in your heart from now on. Because you know why? You're going to be looking for it. You're going to be watching for it. You're not going to be watching for tragedy. You're going to be watching for favor. You're not going to be watching for the down and, down and out situations. You're going to be watching for favor. And favor's coming. And when favor comes starts applying itself to your life you're going to rejoice you're going to rejoice so here's what i want to tell you after 21 years he walks away with daughters kids livestock and more wealth than laban could ever have because people can't stop god's favor so i'm going to give you a few little pointers here don't assume it's always best to defend yourself Defending yourself to people who falsely accuse you or people who don't like you can be an endless drain on you. Waste a lot of time and energy. Number two, don't use any energy retaliating against people who do you wrong. Number three, don't get drawn into strife and sedition that will occupy your mind and waste your time. Number four, if you keep your poise and your confidence, God can use the labans of your life to bless you. To bless you. To bless you. Come on, clap your hands. To bless you. To bless you. Stand to your feet and clap your hands all over the house. Rejoice right now, all over the house. Amen. I have priesthood churches over. Come on, rejoice right now. 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 Right What's right this? Proverbs 12 and 2, I want you to put this in your think tank. A good man finds favor from the Lord, but the Lord condemns a crafty man. Just walk in favor. Everybody say wisdom is the path. Everybody say God has a splash over effect. And people that oppose God's favor can't stop you from having the favor of God. Don't let anybody talk you out of what I preach because it's all through this Bible. It's a sermon I never heard in my life when I was a kid. But God put it in my heart to preach to this congregation today. I want you to walk in the greatness of God. Amen. Take your wife, your friend by the hand right now. Would you do it? Would you do it right now? Amen. Take them by the hand and lift those hands upwards all over the place. I know it's, it's, it's past church time being out. It's 1230 right now. And it's time to dismiss you. And I've always been good about that. But would you do me a favor? Would you open up your mouth and say, God, I'm going to walk in it right now. Come on, I'm going to walk in it. God, I'm going to walk in favor. Come on, keep telling I'm going to walk in your favor. I'm going to honor your favor. I'm blessed by your favor. I'm going to recognize favor. I'm going to understand that your favor is (mumbles) (CUBE) with me. Come on. I'm going to believe that you are walking with me. You're in me. You're a part of me. I'm going to believe that. I'm going to accept that. Come on. I'm going to receive that in my life right now. Receive it in Jesus' name all over this house. Come on. Open your mouth wide and say I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to be blessed. God's got blessing for me. God's got favor for me. God's got family for me. God's got a job for me. God's got healing for me. God's got things for me that I don't know anything about today, but He's going to bless me. He's going to bless me. I'm going to walk in it. Come on. I'm going to walk in it. Come on. I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to walk in it. Clap your hands. Clap your hands all over the house. I'm going to walk in that favor. Favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to walk in that favor. And that concludes today's podcast. Thanks again for listening.